0: about living a more healthy
1: life. So I love the topic for this year, detoxification. It is one of the most important topics that we could ever address at our health summit. Because as Joel mentioned, everyone, every single person needs to know how to detoxify their body, mind and spirit in order to achieve optimal health and wellness.
0: Now what's interesting is that avian influenza is so weak even high avian influenza that 85 to hundred degrees kills it. That's why you never see it in the summer. It's, it, it, or, or, or you see it almost not. Uh, it doesn't happen in the summer much. Uh, it, it's mainly a winter thing. Um, now what we've done now is we've destroyed. Uh, so in 2015, we killed 44 million uh, chickens in uh, already in this outbreak, we've killed 58 million. Uh, and And what you have to remember is that of those 58 million, I'm going to, I don't have the data. I don't know if anybody's keeping this kind of data, probably not, but just based on what I know with people in the industry, I would say of those 58 million destroyed, I would say probably, probably 55 million were never sick. I just want you to appreciate the, in other words, I, I'm I'm giving the benefit of the doubt and saying 3 million, okay, maybe 3 million actually had it. All right. I'll I'll give that. But but they're destroying these 50, 60, 70,000 bird flocks, even 100,000 bird flocks, when one tests positive. You have to understand um, that that they they're doing this, they don't know, they don't know where it comes from how it spreads there's there's very little actually known about high path avian influenza and and yet this this draconian uh this draconian effort comes in there, there's only one there's only one uh whatever cure in the in the orthodox narrative and the cure is complete extermination of everything now What's interesting? There's there's an interesting thing. There's some there's some uh, some you know under under the radar work being done with a product called um, hypo. I, I think it's hypochloric acid, which again I have to smile because it sounds almost like hydroxychloroquine. Um, but but th- this this is a completely uh, non toxic. Apparently, you can you can drink this stuff. And it's now being used in very, very small slaughterhouses as a completely non-toxic disinfectant, uh um, almost like hydrogen peroxide, and which which simply dissipates. And um, so there's a guy who is um uh using this product on his chickens as a as a as a trial, and it appears to offer. Um, immunity to high path avian influenza. Um, I don't know a lot about this. This is kind of just under the, you know, under the radar right now. Um, I did get this from a good from a trustworthy source, so I do think it's happening. Uh, there, there's not been any double blind studies on this, but um uh, but I I do think I do think it's it's interesting that the unorthodox community is looking at at other things, and um, and you can be pretty sure that the, the whatever the narrative is that we're hearing is not true. The to my knowledge, to my knowledge, no. Oh, I should be careful about this. Um, I don't know of any truly pastured flocks uh now the, the the one one guy did have his his were out on pasture but he has very very large flocks um and they run on the same ground it, 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 he he probably is pushing the system a little too far um but all the others that I know are are in barbs you know that they're not they're not clean and out on pasture and so um so you know, a, a time will tell where we are. Now let's talk. Let's talk about the egg. The egg spike in price. Uh, there's a suit right now. There's a legal suit that's been filed by, um, by I don't know, the farmers union or something, um, or, or, or some some consumer union group against uh, egg producers for the spike in egg prices, saying that the spike in egg prices um, shouldn't be so high because what's been what's been killed so far is only like six six percent of the of the um, egg supply, but prices have gone up as you said, Cena, 60 percent, even some places 100 percent. So they're, they're saying that this is price gouging within the industry. But what the what the uh, the filers of this consumer suit don't understand is that in food, which is a highly perishable product, margins are very, very small. When you when you see the margins from Apple Computer, for example, uh, uh, you know the, the the technology sector, you see these margins of you know thirty and forty percent. Um, the cloud, the, the, all this stuff is is high margins. But the but the but when you come to food, the margins are extremely slow, uh, extremely low. So um, if you've got if you've got a hundred eggs. And a market for 100 eggs, that's, of course, in perfect balance. But if you've got a market for 100 eggs and you've only got 90 eggs, there is a mad scramble among those 90 buyers, I mean, among those 100 buyers to get those 90 eggs. If if, if you... If you had some wiggle room in there, if you were running on 30 and 40 percent margins, i.e if there was normally uh, um, you know 120 eggs for the hundred buyers, then there would be some forgiveness and wiggle room in it to, to, uh, to accept a few shocks. But the reason that shocks in the food sector have a magnified effect in the marketplace is because perishables, are time sensitive, and margin sensitive. I mean, a, a, a lot of uh, uh, a lot of food items are in the you know one and two percent margin range, very 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 low, uh, be, because there's spoilage, there's sell by, there's you know there's all sorts of issues, and, and, and you can't just you can't keep an orange forever. You know, you got to you got to grow it, you got to sell it. So the margins are extremely small, which which amplifies the hiccup if there's a hiccup in supply it's far more ampli- uh um amplified than it than a hiccup in you know uh you know steel steel or or you know something like that so uh, i've talked a lot here um i'm glad to to you know i'm glad to have your thoughts here those are just those are just some of the things that that we're seeing i, I can tell you that on our farm um we are not we are not concerned about this at all. Uh, I can tell you that back the cycle before 2015, and I'm not sure when it was, maybe it was, um, you know, these things, these things seem to happen in like, you know, six and seven year cycles. Um, So, so, you know, back in like 20, 2006 or seven or something, we had another outbreak. And um, I actually had two of the federal vets on the extermination task force, Uh, come and see us they were from around the country they'd heard about us they just wanted to come and see the farm and uh, both of them independently without provocation told me that every federal vet i think there were 30 of them involved in the extermination process um uh, 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 both of them said unequivocally all of us know that there's too many chickens crammed into too many houses in too close proximity, we all know that that's the problem. But if any of us says that publicly, we'll be fired tomorrow.